Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wapan, dear listener. It's Tom. It's Ben. And Wapan, it is Matthew as well. <laughs> and welcome to an episode of Beepo's Cold Cuts. Guess what? We're in your ears. <gasps> We're in your week. We're back into the ear canal. We go. We've always been in your ear canal. We've always been there. I yeah, don't know. Just... Is that... Sorry to interrupt, Ben. No, 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 no. Let's get to the bottom of this. Are we always in the listener's ear canal? Are I we think... only pipe up now? Yeah. Or do we pop away and pop back in? Uh, we, we, don't, we, we don't really leave the ear canal. It's a bit like... You know what? It's a bit like The Shining. At the end of The Shining, <gasps> you see a photo of the ear canal. Spoiler. And... Oh, Sorry, mate. Uh, have you seen, has anyone seen Doctor Sleep? No. 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 <laughs> Nor will we. <laughs> but you, you look at a photo of the ear canal, and there we are, stood there. We've always been there. Picture that, if you will, if it helps. If it helps. Um, well, we're welcome. We're welcome. Uh, yeah, we're welcome. welcome. Uh, can I just say, we're very welcome in your ear canal. <laughs> very welcome in your ear canal. This is an episode of Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. I always enjoy these. These are fun. These oh, are really fun. It's a doozy as well. It's a really good nice one, is we always get our dear pals along to help us sort out your beefs. Yeah. And we couldn't have a dearer pal with us today Absolutely. than our good friend, Mr. Ivo Graham. What a gent. What a gent. What a lovely guy. Um, and we'll solve beefs. If you've got any beefs that you want to solve, send them in. Yes, it's uh, uh, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Or you could send them via the Patreon. We have people send them in from the Patreon. That's good, uh, which is patreon.com forward slash uh, Pappy's Flatshare. Please keep supporting the Patreon. We can't do it without your help. Yes, and of course, if you are a member of the Patreon, you are guaranteed to get your beef. That's right. A beef solved guaranteed us. on the air. Well, enjoy Straight. these beefs. And enjoy... Your life. Ooh. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. So, hello, we've got Ivo Graham with us here. Woo woo. Hello, friends. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That's a total pleasure. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And what kind of a flatmate are you? Uh, I'd say um, not massively reliable uh, and, and a bit messy, but but always quite keen to to make up for it if if possible. I'd, I'd say there's never I'll never lose the plot completely. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have, I'll, I'll have. You're, uh, you're never going to do a dirty protest. No, absolutely not. It's that never going to go said, like um, Hunger, the movie Hunger. You've uh, never done the the shit up the shit up the walls. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, fair enough. I did. I have to say. Uh, um, no wonder he didn't want to eat. <laughs> In Edinburgh 2013, I did live uh, with um, the, let's call them what they are, rival sketch three-piece, Wit Tank. Oh, uh, yes. I you did, tell us this now. I did do, I think you were aware well, of it on, at the go time. Go on their fucking podcast. I would absolutely love to if they just get the band back together. <laughs> but, uh, but not all sketch three-pieces are ploughing on with the resilience that uh, present, present Thank you. Are. Thank you. We'll take that. Resilient. Resilience. Well, that's going on the post. In the yeah, the what most, poster? The poster for what? <laughs> the most resilient sketch team. That's not. A, it's yeah. not a bad compliment, actually. Still going. Still going. Still going. Three stars. Believe yeah. it or not. 
Um, uh, yes, you lived with the wit tanks. I lived with the wit tanks, and it was broadly a very happy time. Um, but uh, I got into a uh, relationship outside of the flat, uh, that f- fringe, and so started spending more and more time elsewhere. Um, and unfortunately, well, they got jealous. Uh, no, they didn't get jealous. I don't, I, I don't think they gave two figs until uh, on one of my increasingly rare returns to the flat. Uh, you know, uh, just to do a wash, etc. Because you can't be doing that with the new GF. That's very, very crucial, isn't it? You've got to keep it fresh. That's that's absolutely (laughs) it. Uh, But I did not leave it fresh at the Wittank flat because I did an unwitting dirty protest where I... um, uh, number two in a hurry, uh, <laughs> de- departed the flat, didn't realise that it uh, it hadn't all left the building, Ooh, and wow. uh, then didn't return to the flat uh, for uh, three days, and apparently it uh, it blocked the loom, what? and uh, it it became an increasingly noxious problem in, wow, in the flat. Hey. It was referred to by uh, uh, their director and sometime flatmate Adam Bracers, the Black Barge. <laughs> <laughs> but I w- very poetic man, Adam Bracers. Even when it's just a big shit, he can really spin it on a sixpence, can't he? And turn it like the something. draft of a play that he would write. The Black Barge. I like it. I go and see that. Had you been drinking? Yes, but unfortunately, they, they did have to. Had you been drinking it. a lot of Guinness? Or no, I don't think I was into Guinness uh, by then. I think that was um, that's that's more of a recent thing. So you know. Pity the poor fools who have to live with my barges. And, <laughs> um, but, uh, um, and I'll tell you what, ale has really taken it up a gear as well, but that's not for now. Um, uh, but no, this was, this was a standard sort of, um, uh, you know, cause light, occasional WKD, 22-year-old Graham Barge, and um, fresh out of uni and still pooing fairly innocently. Um, but uh, um, but, but, but it, because I wasn't there... I didn't realise that it was such a problem, but they didn't bring it up with me for a bit. And then, but obviously they were quite angry that it had happened because it was, uh, well, it's obviously just a terrible thing to have happened. And they left it there. They just left it there for you to... They they said, um, uh, uh, I can't remember exactly who was the first one to sort of venture the problem, um, but it was suggested that I get a, get a plumber in. Uh, <laughs> but you have to pay for a plumber. Uh, it was that bad. It was not like a plunger type situation. You couldn't just... I think I, think I, I was certainly willing to do my... I, I'll be honest, I've, um, I've sort of... Uh, dove into this quite um, uh, bleak and and, and un- <laughs> <laughs> it's cute, yeah. anecdote without really sort of remembering all the key details because yeah surely it's just a case of either would you come back and bring a plunger and sort it out but for whatever reason it just didn't ha- it became uh, it, it, it was a saga it became a saga and I haven't uh, I haven't lived with wet tanks since and I'm, I haven't seen two of them for, for years do you think that's the reason they broke up no I don't I, 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 are you are you the reason are you, you no responsible no, can enjoy you a drove, tank show you the, drove a black barge between them <laughs> barge cannot be held solely responsible um, uh, you wouldn't surely think a barge got... could kill a tank no <laughs> and yet but there, there we have it but also surely their output is also to blame Anyway. Oh, no. oh, come on. God, surely. I know they're not as resilient. Uh, <laughs> as, as, yeah. 
but I've got a lot of time for the Wick Tank boys uh, in all their um, in all their solo and in, indeed their trio adventures. Yeah. Well, Kieran, <laughs> Kieran um, one uh, one third of Wick Tank did a show last year at the Fringe about which was loosely about the history of Wick Tank. And I Rise know. And and I'm, I'm, I was obviously I was away. I couldn't wasn't at the Fringe this year, mm. so I would have loved to have seen a show about the history of Wick Tank what, told from one of Wick Tank. Yes. If and if it does a London transfer, I'll be with you um, in the front row <laughs> because I'm you know still quite paranoid that it's. Uh, Oh, the black barge is going to yeah, be a yes. It gets to the 40 minute lull and he brings out a big the black prop. Barge. <laughs> oh. Maybe not the front row for you then. Now, some of you may be wondering why I've been dressed as a sailor for this entire time. <laughs> All aboard! <laughs> right, let's start with a uh, let's start with a beef. Um, dealer's choice, Ivo. Do you want to go with a short beef or a long beef? Uh, let's have a long beef. Let's start with a long beef. There you go. Oh, it's wow. a long beef. Lovely. Um, can you tell us who that is from, please? Uh, yes, it's from... Uh, the, what name at the end? Yes, please. Uh, Deirdre. It's from Deirdre. It's a signed off. Yours in Christ, Deirdre. <laughs> okay, oh, all right. Oh, my God. Tantalising. Right. Yours yeah. in Christ, Deirdre. Thank you, Deirdre. Christ alive. I'd love it if this beef came from a convent. Well, you've, you asked we for shout-outs from nuns before, well, haven't you? Well, that's the... If there are any people of the... <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> of, course, of course. Of course. If there are any people of the club you know listening yeah. to Beef Brothers Cold Cuts... Maybe this is what's happened. Have we, could we get... I mean, who, could, are, the, who are the sort of... Who are the Reverend, big nuns? Reverend, <laughs> who are the big nuns? Reverend Richard Cole would be a good member of the clergy to have on. I think he'd be, he'd be a good one. Reverend and um, makers. Sister, Sister Wendy, um, uh, I think, has passed... Unfortunately, her sister. What about Sister Mary Clarence? Or she was famously not a real nun. Not a real nun, although Whoopi is coming to the UK to reprise (gasps) the role. Yeah, of course. In the live show, maybe we can get her on board. Will she do it in character? Who knows? (laughs) I think you'd be well within your rights to insist on it. I think we would. (laughs) Have we gotten in with Whoopi? Well, find out in next week's episode. (laughs) But for now, Deirdre's uh, Deirdre's with us in Christ. So, full email. Let's, let's, let's pick through it, moment by moment. Okay. Um, hi, team. This email is written in pseudonyms to protect the innocent and guilty, including me. Already. Uh, already, I like this. Yeah, stuff. this is good Great. stuff. Thank Wets you, the appetite, doesn't it? It does, it does. Noms de plume. Uh, <laughs> this is a second... Has she opted for Deirdre as her nom de plume? That's it, yeah. Mm. Is that because of Dear Deirdre, Deirdre, do you think? Oh, the agony aunt? Yeah. Maybe. God, the aunt becomes the niece. Um, the uh, the old phrase the art becomes the niece <laughs> I'll be I, I've, I've glanced ahead and the other pseudonyms aren't as good I'm afraid okay. oh. she spent a lot of time on her own one um, uh, this is a second hand beef that I'm sending you because my advice on this issue so far has been pretty brutal and maybe there's a more creative solution. Okay. Okay. Fingers crossed. Um, we're just, we're not known for our creativity, more our resilience. No. Yes, that's absolutely right. <laughs> we'll give you a resilient solution. <laughs> All you've got to do is be less brutal than Deirdre. <laughs> okay. The scenario, my friend, let's call her Amy, is moving in with her boyfriend, let's call him Barry. Barry lives in a house he owns with a flatmate, let's call him Colin. Okay. The ABC. Okay. ABC. Very, yeah, that's easy to remember. Uh, Colin and Barry have been friends for some time and have flatted together for a couple of years. Colin's in his late 30s and works in IT. He is gross. He gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Pastor's stop Pastor's an absolute fact. <laughs> yeah, yes. Here we go. These are, yeah, you know, to sum him up in just a few phrases, he, he's late, late 30s, 30s, works in IT, gross. gross. 
Tick, tick, tick. Okay, Deirdre, she may be with us in Christ. She's not with Barry in Christ. No, no she's absolutely not. Okay. Gross uh, is great, isn't it? Yeah. I love gross. Such a good word. What, what does, does, she explain, does she explain gross. how the, the grossness manifests itself? Oh, absolutely. Itself? Let's hear it. There's, there's, there's a whole paragraph of grossness to come. Uh, he never does any housework. Gross. Okay. Never gross. cleans the kitchen or bathroom. That gross. is gross. gross. This is an Alicia Dixon song, I think, isn't it? Um, <laughs> never Boy, takes out the rubbish. <laughs> uh, never even puts his own rubbish in the bin. That's, that's bad. That's, a, that's, that's really bad. I think never taking out the rubbish... Obviously, also despicable, but the sort of thing that, you know, is an easy thing to slide into, whereas not putting your own rubbish in the bin. Anyway, he's antisocial too, which is fine. We all have our social issues. Very respectful. Uh, But it's still a factor in the strain that's developed in their friendship, and it means that Colin and Amy haven't ever bonded. So Amy doesn't want to live with Barry and Colin. She wants to live with Barry. They decided to move in together at the start of this year, and Amy was concerned that Barry would be too meek to tell his friend that he'd have to move out. Barry steeled himself and did it, though, and Colin had over four months' notice to find himself a new place to live. It's now two weeks until Amy moves out of her old flat and into Barry's house, and Colin is still there. Of course he is. is. tense. Right, Colin, it turns out, hasn't been paying rent since Barry gave him notice. What? What? This was agreed by the two of them because Colin's work contract is due to finish about the same time as the move-out date, so Barry is incredibly generously helping Colin save money ahead of a change of circumstances. Let's stop there. I don't think that's a thing. Barry's a mug. Let it be noted that Barry's therefore paying the mortgage entirely no, on no, his no, own. No, 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 no. I, I think, I, I realise why Deirdre's been so brutal Yeah, here. of course. Because Barry is being walked all over here. Mm. Barry's a good egg. Barry's, he's a good egg slash mug. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good egg, a bad mug. Yeah, he's a good egg and a bad mug, exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. But exactly. Yeah, Correct. It's, it's, exactly, Clarky. Of course. Of course. It's a good egg, bad mug. And by the way, Clarky... You're also a good egg and a bad mug. I think that's fair, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's carry on. <laughs> yeah. It also turns out Colin hasn't found a new flat and will instead be moving back in with his mum. These are my favourite sentence so far. Now, we've got a housing crisis, sure. And there's no shame in living with your mum. No. No, fair all enough. of that we agree with. But I believe that this information is being used to make Barry feel bad for kicking Colin out and creating a suboptimal living situation for his friend. It further turns out that Colin has got Barry to agree to help him move his stuff, i.e. hire a trailer, pack it, drive it, and unpack it. <laughs> Heaven forfend that Colin wow. should organise any of this himself or put in some time slash effort slash money to avoid Barry having to help with a move out as well as a move in. Barry's position is that he and Colin are friends. Colin's in a tight spot and it's a decent thing to support him emotionally and financially and Good help him move. egg, bad, mug. Yes. <laughs> Amy's position is that once Colin is out, he's out and she'll do whatever she can to make that happen smoothly but he doesn't, she doesn't want Barry taken advantage of and is not going to spend her own money and effort cleaning up after a grown man who should know better. My position is that on move-out day, either Colin moves his own shit or I come round and move it out for him what? onto the street yeah. and set fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, this is where she's saying she's too brutal. because She's a bad egg, but a good one. Deirdre, it comes swinging into this setup. Yeah. Deirdre, can, can Chill we, out, Deirdre. Can we just ask as I well? I mean, we, we're going to ask this question, but we're not going to know the answer. Who is Deirdre to these guys? Just an, uh, she's Amy's pal. Just a pal of Amy's. So she's not... Because she's not Amy. Oh. Yeah, you see, she's not Amy. She's not the girlfriend no, here. She, but she's, have, she's having to listen to Amy. She's having to listen to Amy, about have Colin's to deal woes. with this situation. Right. Okay, yeah. Take us home, Ivo. 
Um, and we've had and set fire to it. Colin's a grown man. He's had all the help in the world already, and he is responsible for his own situation. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, yeah, love, love it. Love I it. put it to you that Colin is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a lot. Good Ed. Bad bug. Dick. Now, here's your question answered here. How am I even involved in this, you may ask? We have. I'm just a hard-nosed bystander. And since the worst my flatmate slash partner in sex does is... What? Right. Oh, no, that's her. She's now talking about her own... Yes, uh, the worst boy. thing that my flatmate slash partner in sex does yeah, right. uh, is leave his shoes in front of whichever door he's just walked through, so I trip over them every bloody time. I figured you'd get more juice out of this scenario than mine. So that's, she's just included a little sneak peek into her yeah, own domestic situation. That, yeah. Do we want to very quickly solve Deirdre's beef? Set fire to his shoes. Set, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Maze hasn't done it already. Set actually. fire to the shoes, Set yeah. Set fire to his shoes, you crazy arsonist. <laughs> um, okay, so... I think there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion in this beef. It's a tender beef. It's kind of like there's there's like I don't think I think Deirdre's overreaching here to get involved. Oh. I'm actually Could you not say the same that. of us when we, we offer to solve strangers' beefs? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just doing our job, man. Deirdre's trampling on our ground. Do you know what I mean? Oh. She's kind of setting herself up as this is our job. Um, Barry and Colin. Yes. So Barry's the good guy. Well, the mug. Colin is the is the gross guy. I yeah. I am going to be quite impartial here and say, oh, let's not say that. Let's say this. Barry and Colin are friends. Yes. That we know is a fact. Yes. Impartially, they're friends. They're friends who've lived together for a long time. Yeah. Now, Amy may not like the way Colin lives with Barry, but Barry and Colin have lived together for a while. And they seem to be happy. Amy's come on the scene. Sure. She wants change. And Barry, as we know, is a good egg. He's happy to make that change. Do you think... Are you questioning whether or not Barry wants the change? Well, whether he wants the change or not, he is changing. But yeah. crucially, he is making that change as smooth as possible for everyone. He's allaying his guilt of getting rid of Colin yes, by making it financially easier for Colin. He's helping him out with the move. What's wrong with that? That's the right thing to do. Mm. It's going to help him in the long run because he's not going to feel bad about kicking his mate out. Here's, here's, I, I think that's a good perspective, but here's the thing. Let me finish. Bitches be crazy. <laughs> Aye, wow. Right, yeah. Small problem with the way you ended that. What? But uh, but everything up to, everything up Bitches to that point are crazy. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> everything up to that point, uh, very well reasoned. Uh, <laughs> Clarky counterpoint. He, here's the thing, though. I think I think you you are right in a lot of that. But Colin <laughs> is moving in with his mother, so all the saving of rent stuff that he's been doing is that's. That's really underhand, then, isn't it? Because you're not saving money for your next move. Mm. He could still be. He could, be, he could be, be. Unless his mum's charging him rent. Well, or but, unless he, unless um, moving in with his mum is phase two of the saving money process. You know, like he could be saving up for a deposit to, you know, to perhaps uh, buy a house or just saving up for enough money to be able to be in a situation where he can rent. Well, if we're really drilling into the financials, can I draw your attention to the use of the word mortgage? 
It's not rent. Barry is therefore paying the mortgage entirely on his own. So who owns this house? Yeah, Barry. well, if Barry owns the if Barry owns the house, because what, what, what did he describe? Um, Colin's not been paying rent. Colin's not. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Here we go. Yes, Colin stuff. hasn't been paying rent since Barry gave him notice. So Barry's the landlord. Barry's the landlord. Barry is the landlord. So Barry basically. is the landlord. No. Barry's da, good. Da, okay. Da, 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 da. Barry's on the ladder. <laughs> Barry's on the ladder. <laughs> yeah, da, da, da. <laughs> Barry's on the ladder. So Barry is paying full, you know, all the money. Yeah. But is just going into his own property. Yeah, and also yeah. that's that's nice. That's the yeah, law. It's a that's nice the, position. That's what you're to supposed to do. So, you know, if he doesn't pay it all, then mm. you know how how he makes that money, whether it's to rent out the room or whatever. That's that's academic. He has to pay his mortgage. I wonder if he's going to charge Amy. Good <laughs> question. <laughs> that is yeah. a good question. If we could find out that little detail, she's going to have to. You've got to though, right? She's going to have to. Contribute. What's that? Amy's going to have to contribute. Yeah. I think, uh, yes. yes. Otherwise, it seems weird. Yeah. You don't want to be a kept person, do you? So and also, I don't think she'd have the beef if... I don't think she'd be as upset if, if she wasn't going. If to. she was get, going into a free yeah. house. What this feels like now... What else. this feels like now is a victor putting the boot in. Right? Uh, Amy's won, right? A victor and an evictor. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> the victor evictor, right? Yes. This is... This is dancing on someone's grave here. Colin's out. He's going back to his mom's. What more do you want? He's oh, what? You don't want Barry to help with the move. You want Barry to charge the last bits of month. So Can't they just let... You actually, know? What, what she needs to do is, rather than complain about Colin, is praise Barry. What you need to do is, you know what, Barry, you have done a brilliant thing here. You can't feel guilty. Of course you feel guilty, um, but you can't feel guilty because you've done, you've done everything you could do. And you know what? Colin's living with his mum now. He's going to get closer to his mother. You know, that's a good thing. Deirdre should just be happy. <laughs> Family should be close to, get get close to his mother. Get, is it? You know, like, <laughs> Maybe his, his mum's going to learn how to use the computer. Exactly, yeah. yes. <laughs> a gross IT whiz moving in. <laughs> She's Colin's... finally going to get that super fast broadband. She's yeah. always wanted. He's going to set it up for her. Colin might, you know, <laughs> Colin might learn to be cleaner. Mm. You know, that maybe he needs a bit of years with his mom. Just to oh, remind you. You've got to feel sorry for the mum if he's like, you know, because the, the thing is, he could go back and regress even further. Yeah. You know, he could go back and become a total slob mm. where he's letting his mum do all his washing, letting his mum do, you know, pick up after him. That So you've got to feel sorry for the mum here. But, you know, the mum is not really involved in this beef. Mm. We can't, you know, you can't go that far into the no, beef. We can't, we, we can't start worrying about Colin's long-term future. No. This is, this is about managing <laughs> the transition. The situation. Exactly, exactly. Deirdre needs to be happy for Amy because she's found a really good egg. Yeah, who's, right? on, the, who's on the ladder. Who's on the <laughs> ladder. Who's on the ladder, yeah. Crucially on the ladder. So we champion Barry, let him do his thing, let him offset his guilt yes. about kicking, off his, kicking out his lifelong friend. Yeah. Like, Not lifelong friend, I don't think. They've, they've, been, they've been friends for some time, some time and have flattered for a couple of years. Okay. So this isn't a sort of, you know... This isn't, you know... It, of course, busies. it's meaningful, but it's, it's not the end of a massive era. Baza can afford it. Baza can afford to hire a trailer. Yes, he can. Yeah. I find the thing about these sorts of transition periods is sometimes... You, you you know if you you just absorb a little bit more of the of the work or the financials yeah. then yes then reasonably someone like Barry ought to but ultimately in six months Amy and Barry are going to be living happily together and this you know this transition period is going to be a distant memory already yeah you know he could even uh, sort of share the uh, share the freehold with her maybe 
And he's going to make, a, you know, make a sweet put, bit of cash on the side. Put her on the deed. 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 You know what? I think, we've, I think that's our, that's our solution. Need. Is a friend yeah, on the deed. A friend on the deed is a friend on the deed. That's right. I really regret putting you guys on my Thank you, though. Very generous of you. It's making We're looking at new houses at the moment. We're thinking of moving. It's making the whole process complicated. But here we are. Yeah, yeah. We're not selling up. We're very. We're very comfortable with where you are. Thank you. This is it. You've got you've got that crawl space. We need it for storing old props. Exactly. Yeah. If I move to a place that doesn't have a crawl space, exactly. where are we going to keep the big light from uh, last show ever? Where are exactly. We, where are we going to crawl? Where are we going to crawl? Where are we going to crawl? Would somebody think of Tom yeah. and Ben wanting to crawl to around? Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in which case. We Don't like criticise Colin. Celebrate, celebrate Barry. Barry. Be yes. pleased for Amy. Get her on the D's. Yes, and, and also Deirdre, with respect, you know, slightly less aggressive um, attitude to your friend's, you know, uh, dynamics, I'd say. Yeah, I think just if you, if you want to let out that aggression, set fire to your flatmate's shoes. Yes. I think yeah, that's actually like probably what's because, really going on. Because you can see as well that you go, Deirdre, your, uh, your loyalty to your friend... He, uh, you're getting so angry on her behalf. It's the same kind of loyalty that uh, Barry and Colin have to oh, each other. Yes. Maybe you're the Colin. Mate, yes. Deirdre, <laughs> Deirdre, would you message us back? Deirdre, are you gross? Are you gross? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have asked that. Yeah, we should have asked. Deirdre, can you send us a message, please? Get us on Twitter, at Pappy's Tweets, or a Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Are you are gross? You gross or... Yes or no is all we need, Deirdre. Yes or no? Beef Beef closed. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Clarky Georgie Mary. Absolutely. Mary this is her. That's a first name, isn't it? It's a front name. Yeah. Yeah. Mary also sounds like it's a not, It's not hyphenated. Why'd you have to go and make your name so hyphenated? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll call her Mary. Front names only. Front names only, Mary. Uh, we'll bleep out the word f- when we discussed it here. 
for a while, I was quite obsessed with trying to write an Avril Lavigne. I remember this. Yes, it made it into our show. Into I think two previews of, of our 2007 show. Oh my God! When I was playing Abraham Lincoln, that's right. You wanted to sing to me. Why do you have to go and get your ass assassinated? Yeah, because I just thought it was a really good lyric. Because it's got the word ass, ass, ass three times ass, in it. Ass, assassinated. Why do you have to go and get your ass assassinated? Yeah. And the audience. No, I thought that was your ass assassinated. I mean, it's a nice bit of business, but... And you, you sang it to me as Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And it, for some reason, it just didn't click just with Just didn't go. I mean, we, we, we gave it our usual resilience, but... We gave, we gave, it, <laughs> we gave it a good old go. That sounds great. Yeah, I would have, wouldn't it? Assassinated. There we go. You know what? If we had, if we'd been around, uh, I mean, we are still around. <laughs> Let's not start talking about ourselves so. as if we're not around anymore. But if, if we had been maybe... Uh, around maybe four or five years later, we would have made that into a fun pop video. Yes. Do you not think so? Like we would have, we would have midnight exactly. beasted it, and we would have gone, let's make a fun pop video. But we just never, we never had the technology, we never had the skills, we never knew anyone who could do that sort of thing. Foil arms so, and hog would have had that on TikTok by the end of the day. <laughs> exactly right. Foil that's arms it. and hog would, oh, absolutely, would have turned it into a musical. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, Mary, Mary writes. My partner and I both have a room in the house, which is just ours. Hang on. Oh, we're okay. talking two rooms. Each. Yeah. At the, yeah. Oh, right. Mine both? has our, our spare bed and my clothes and books. Wait, can we just, can we just clarify here? Yeah, we, sorry. We're talking about, they've, got, they've presumably got a bedroom they share. They're, they've also got their own little den. They're Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Cartering it on a smaller scale. Yes. Nice. Uh, his... Is a black hole of crap. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, mine's got a spare bed. Did, didn't you do a black hole of crap in the toilet? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is a real black barge. So sorry, I, we talked over you reading what hers was like. What's oh, sorry. Like? Mine has our spare bed and my clothes and books. His is a black is it hole your of room, crap. Mary? <laughs> or is it, or the, is it the guest room? room? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's her room. Or is it just that? Yeah, I mean that. I mean the the dream is. Who can afford it? She's clearly doing quite well. But you get a room where you can kind of get ready in the mornings. Oh, That's nice. quite good to not disturb your partner if they have to sleep oh, in. Oh, I see, yeah. Or, you know, like, uh, yeah, I think well, that's... I quite like that. Quite like disturbing your partner? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know me, I'm disturbing everyone right now. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so but... she's, got, she's got like a spare room, basically, that she kind of calls hers because she keeps the books in there and her clothes in spare there. Spare bed, clothes and books. And he has got... A what black would be hole of crap. the junk room? I'm guessing here. What My favourite Muse album. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. Could be. Sure. Could it, could it be? Maybe. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a very quick, amazing Muse thing. Yes. Yeah. Thirty seconds max. I was at a gig and uh, talk turned to Muse as it as it says itself. <laughs> of course it did. It's a comedy gig rather than a Muse gig. Uh, no, no, it was, it, was, it was a comedy gig. Yeah. I wasn't trying to riff about Muse from the audience <laughs> of a Muse gig. <laughs> um, and uh, and someone was claiming that they were a big fan of Muse, and I said, "Do you own any Muse albums?" And he said. I've got an uprising six inch. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't want to hear about that, mate. You got any <laughs> but he couldn't even, he hadn't conceived of that being a. No. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you said to people, if you're not laughing at that, 
that's then you're you're dead. Yeah, you're and dead. that's yeah, not yeah. that's not me complimenting my own sort of skit. <laughs> like you've got a supermassive black hole of crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine saying I've got an uprising six, six inch, inch. <laughs> and not not thinking that it might be sexual. Wow, oh, God, it's very good. It's very good. I went to see Muse uh, with Parry. We went we to see did, Muse yeah. together in the uh, MEN Arena in Manchester. Oh, wow. we, we, we did the pilgrimage to go and see them. And uh, uh, the drummer, Dominic, what's his name? Howard. Dominic Howard. I was going to say Dominic Holland, but that, he's a, he's a stand-up comedian and the father of Su- uh, Spider-Man. Yes. Um, but, uh, so not that guy. He didn't show up. He, he, right. he actually came up and seemed to do the same, tried to do the same riff and it just didn't work. Um, <laughs> anyone here got an uprising six inch? Just coming out, I'm dying up here. <laughs> My son's Spider-Man. My son's Spider-Man. <laughs> he... Uh, he came out and do you remember, we were right up close to the front and he fired a, a champagne into the audience and uh, I, I threw myself backwards to, uh, to catch it in my mouth and I landed, landed on the ground, caught the champagne in my mouth but uh, when I stood up, both my shoes had disappeared. <laughs> so uh, I leapt out of my shoes for some reason. Yeah. And, uh, he will leap out so, of his shoes for and champagne. So then the encore kicks off and, and the, there was no the mosh pit continues and I'm like, okay, all right, yeah. Where are my shoes? <laughs> the black hole of revelation is where my fucking kickers are, mate. <laughs> did, did you find them? I did at the end, yeah. Oh, at the end of the gig, yeah. <laughs> I was scrabbling around trying to find them. The, as in um, the, the blast of the he, liquid or he, the cork? He f- <laughs> <laughs> that was genuinely what I was wondering as well. Cork tried, in the mouth. Trying to catch the liquid, I tried to catch the champagne. Impressive. But I did catch the champagne in my mouth. He was like, he sort of sprayed it in a sort of jet, you know, um, not, not, he didn't like, fan it out like a Formula, Formula One style. One. He sort of like he's fizzed it up and sprayed it and it's sort of right up. right over the heads of the crowd. But I thought, oh I'm in the, I'm in the trajectory here. If I lean back enough and I leant back, caught it. it in my mouth, shoes gone. <laughs> I leapt out I leapt out of my own shoes. Such as the excitement. Just, I can't imagine this. I, I, it's just it's so cartoon. <laughs> Why is he doing it's like a traditional were they celebrating a just a good class of music. Saw Clark in Parry. Crosby and Parry. Yeah, no, thank I you for remembering the one you went. No Clarky. No Clarky. No, no. Clarky. I got four music albums. <laughs> Sorry, Clarky. If I'd no, known right. I, I wasn't into them at that point, actually. Great band. Uh, Parry and I used to put on uh, Plug-In Baby uh, at, uh, at uh, student parties yeah. and really, really air guitar the hell yeah, out of that. Good, good time. Yeah, it was Painting good time. Nails Black for that, I think. Painting on Nails Black, yeah. yeah. And then went to see Elf in the cinema the next day. What a weekend. Yeah, went to see Elf in the cinema. And I, I, I just bought a big winter coat that you could fit um, in a, six cans of Guinness in. Yeah. So I could fit six cans of Guinness into the coat without it really looking like you had six cans of Guinness in. And so we went to a two o'clock showing of Elf, drank six cans of Guinness each, and. Um, Is that what you were looking wept. for when you bought the coat? We absolutely wept. Um, Can I fit six cans of Guinness in this coat? I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around top shop with six cans of Guinness. <laughs> Just lean going back. back. No. No, no. Lean back. <laughs> Put one in each of your shoes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Stout smuggler. <laughs> stout. I was quite... I was drinking a lot of Guinness at the time, so yeah. Yeah. We got nicely pissed watching Alf. Yeah. yeah cr- we both cried. Both cried a lot. We were re- very drunk. We were hungover from the night before and very drunk. It was great. Because your parents had bought us a bottle of um, teachers. Do you remember they bought us a bottle of teachers to, to drink in the hotel? Wow. I mean, why would they, why would they do that? That's a hell of a choice. Yeah. Drink this what, bottle of teachers. In the, in the hotel in Manchester? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a week. As we were going what up, we, we, I think we stopped off at your parents. They're like, I'll have a bottle of teachers. 
Yeah. Polished that off in the hotel, a little before the gig, a little after. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, yeah, we were living high on the hog. Where were you travelling from? From London to Wolves to Manchester. Yeah. What a weekend. It was great, great fun. Oh, well, were we ever so young? <laughs> I mean, we, weirdly, we actually looked about 85. Yeah, <laughs> Smuggling cans of Guinness into a cinema in the middle of the day. Reeking of teachers. Yeah. <laughs> teachers in the travel lodge, good times. I can't believe that shoe story. It's absolutely <laughs> incredible. <laughs> anyway, beef solved. Beef solved, yeah. <laughs> so, black hole of crap. Yeah. Uh, it's genuinely ceiling high with musical instruments, paperwork, exercise equipment, computer stuff, and fuck knows what else. It's all jumbled in together. Sometimes he buys new clothes, puts them in there, and, and finds them months later. We ordered a pizza oven last year. <laughs> <laughs> what, a pizza oven? A pizza oven. This sounds like um, the, that, that, that documentary, The Queen of Versailles. You know, those sort of millionaires who just have rooms just full yeah. of crap. They just buy and chuck it in a room just because they're just obsessed with accruing stuff. Yeah. Um, so can we, we've got a question for Deirdre. Are you gross? Question for Mary. Are you a billionaire? Are you, are you a billionaire? Get in touch at Pappy's Tweet. <laughs> we ordered a pizza oven last year and I thought it had never shown up. But it's been in there the whole time. <laughs> I've been in the room several times for various reasons, and I didn't see a pizza oven. <laughs> That's how much crap is piled in there. That's really impressive. Now, I know it's technically not a problem. He shuts the door. It's not I... his problem. Well, there we go. He shuts the door, and I don't have to go no, in that's there. That's what it says on me. Oh. <laughs> it's not, well, there we go. It's what's written. I think uh, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, it's technically yeah. not his problem. Yeah. Now, I know it's technically not his problem. Yeah, well, there well, we go. There we go. Well, that's the theory, Tom. He shuts the door and I don't have to go in there. But it bugs the hell out of me, especially when... <laughs> Come on, Clarky, hold Sorry. it together, mate. <laughs> 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 it bugs the hell out of me, especially when stuff that I have an interest in, like pizza ovens, <laughs> plural, bills or presents for me get lost in the vortex. Oh, right. Great. Bills is interesting. Stuff that I have an interest in. <laughs> oh, I've got pizza interest ovens, in bills. bills. Bills, presents for me. Yeah. I mean, that's the Tinder profile <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, this this... Also, presents for me. He's not. He's not bought you a present, mate. That's just an excuse. Oh, I did get you a present actually, but it's in that room. Yeah. It's in a black hole of crap. I've lost it, I'm afraid. <laughs> I turned it into a pizza by mistake. This is kind of a. There's a bigger thing going on here, right? There's a bigger thing going on, which is, if you live with somebody, are there any areas of the house which are just for you? Their domain. Is if, there any bit of the house you go like, that's my bit, I do with, with it what, what I, like. I like? Exactly. Like, at your house, our bit is your crossways. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a special bit for us. That's just for you guys. Are, you, are they down there yet? They're crawling yeah. around. <laughs> Night, Crosby. Um, yeah, so is there a bit that's just for you, or do you kind of have to accept that if you're sharing a house with a partner, then... It's all your house, and you have to keep it to the to the standard of the tidiest person. If you're setting those rules, you've got to stick to them, right? Yeah. If you're saying that's your room, come what may, that's my room, off we go. But it's not come what may, though, is it? You can't. It, 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 like, 
if it's disgusting, <laughs> then it's also it 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 starts to clearly start to affect now. Yeah, things are getting lost. bills. Yeah, bills, bills are yeah. getting lost there. Let's ignore point. all the sentimental stuff. The the, the pizza oven, the presents for her. <laughs> bills relating <laughs> to the whole sentimental pizza oven. <laughs> um, but that is about. Isn't that about what goes in there? Yes. Like, but if you police what goes in there, aren't you also policing the room itself? Very philosophical question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I think a room in a house can't be allowed to go completely feral. To, yeah, feral, unpoliced. Exactly. You know, because ultimately, if then that room gets, you know, damp or you know, mice. Yeah, that's that's a that's a whole flat problem. Exactly, yes, that's going to spread. I know that's a, a, a slightly dramatic response, perhaps, to the black hole of crap. It's not going to get damp. That pizza oven is warming the place up nicely. Yeah. <laughs> Those walls are yeah. as dry as you like. If anything, it's a problem. <laughs> I, go the, I go the other way. If it catches fire, <laughs> that's also a whole flat problem. I think even more so than damp. Yeah. And a more urgent problem. Well, you've just got a bigger pizza oven than that. Yeah. <laughs> you can just slide it under the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool, actually. So yeah, yeah. The bathroom's up on the left. There's that room that's always on fire. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just next to the kiln. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got any pottery that needs spruiking? Just whack that in there. That's good. That's good to go. Are these bills clay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Parry, you're saying. If you say that's his room, yes. it's his room. Yes. Shut the door and shut your mind. The conversation is... <laughs> shut, shut your mouth while you're at it. Shut the door, shut your mind, shut your mouth. Right? <laughs> I think the conversation is, look, our stuff can't go into your room. That's a different matter. Okay, yeah. But if he's the guy who's bought the pizza oven, then he's allowed to have it in his room. Yeah. The, you know. If they bought the pizza oven together, it arrived, you put it in the room, it was like, well, I'll set that up one day. And she didn't realise. Do do, does she have to have an inventory of the room? His, his room sounds much cooler than her room. Like, think about getting in that house. Which room do you want to go and have a little look in? You don't want to go in this spare... What is it? Spare bed and clothes and books. Oh, yeah, if boring. You, if you do say, oh, could I have a rifle through your clothes? That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for showing me around, mate. Where does your wife keep her clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh, Foxton's great, there's a bed in here as well. Uh, give me Foxton, five minutes. Foxton's have stopped taking my appointments. <laughs> well, what are we going to look at today, guys? Um, the, um, I think the answer to this, Mary, is spice up your room a little bit more. Right. Get your brain out of his room. Chuck some random shit, get a stuffed bird or something, and then he'd yes. be like, whoa, yeah. pizza oven be damned, look at this. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's a bit more interesting than a hat stand. <laughs> Start with a hat stand. Holy stuffed bird in a hat stand. Stuffed bird in a hat stand. Two bits. I could dress this up with your clothes. <laughs> I just think, like you know, you know, get get a bit more spicy in your own room. <laughs> I just really like the idea of putting all the wife's clothes on the hat stand. Uh, like whatever you, whatever you hear, do not come in. <laughs> You're not allowed around my house anymore. Back in the crawl space, will you? <laughs> Back in the pizza oven. Um, so I think I think you actually I think you're onto it again there, Parry. I think you're right. I don't think he is. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't think two black holes of crap is the solution. I, I think pol police what goes in to a certain extent, but also. Jazz up your own room. I think for the sake of your marriage, 
If you love something, set it free. But this is the spare room. It's not just her room, it's the spare room. That say, it's, <laughs> loving something and setting it free is not the same as let your partner ch- you chuck a pizza oven in the chunk room. If you love someone, let them chuck a pizza oven in a room. No, no. If they take it out... What is the problem then, the ownership of the rooms, right? <laughs> no, no, let him finish that. <laughs> okay, yeah. If they take it out... I've got a proposed solution. <laughs> They they both have their own room that's under their own dominion. Right. But every that's... after a period of time, say every six months, they swap rooms. Changing rooms. Changing that's rooms. Very, very, very good. So it's on him every six months to essentially re- reset the room to zero. Yeah. A little spring clean for both rooms that involves them shifting everything across. That's actually that's actually good because it'll make him think about he'll either have a terrible day every six months, yep. or he will have it's, you know, it's a little bit like doing your doing your taxes yearly or quarterly, isn't it? Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna have are you gonna have the worst ever January thirty first? Yes, every year. every yes, single year. Or are you gonna do it quarterly? Uh, and it's sort of a bit of a pain in the ass. You have one really awful Sunday. You know, every mm. every four months. That's it's not a bad idea. Swap, swap the rooms. Every swap six the rooms every six months. I mean, this one it is. It's different to doing your taxes on it because it is a purely arbitrary exercise. But I do think I it's consider a taxes to be a purely arbitrary exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I consider fair. myself bloody generous actually yeah. to, be, to be giving them anything at all. I'm a real Barry, you know. <laughs> um, I'm a good egg and a total mug. Um, I uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's. I think that might be the, the creative solution I to like the problem. Because I was going to say, don't call either room your room, but that's a better version of the same because thing. Because there is a difference between, you know, uh, uh, I, that's my mess and I like that mess. Yes. And actually, re- the reality, which so much more often, it's gone too far and I can't be bothered to do anything yep. about it. And I've tried to rebrand that as, um, you know, part of my chaotic... I so. prefer my option, though, of, like, fucking a raven and a dentist chair and be like, look at my room. You know what I mean? Just go proper bric-a-brac stall in the entire house. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Become hoarders, basically. Ah, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, in which case then, uh, I guess it's a vote because I'm with Ivo on the swap it every six months. Parry's turned the house into a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got two votes. We've got it's the, compelling. It's a, de- it's a deciding vote for Clarkey or alternatively, if you, if you side with Parry, we'll throw it over to producer Emma. I like Ivo's suggestion. Do you? Yeah. But, I, I think there's room for both of the, re- the ideas. <laughs> I'm not saying don't get a hat stand. Don't get a hat Mary gets a hat stand and a raven. I just think... A hat stand is just too, it's too out there, guys. Don't get a hat stand and don't not dress it up as your dead wife. And, uh, <laughs> With the face of a stuffed bird. With the face of a stuffed bird. All of these things. Is that Al are... wearing my cardigan? <laughs> Look, get out of my room, okay? And also, why are you referring to me as your dead wife? <laughs> she's alive. Sorry, she's alive because she, crucially she wrote us the, uh, the message. Uh, so sorry, Mary, for, for time for, of writing. For not just dead naming yeah. you, but deading you. <laughs> Um, all right, in which case, I've been cancelled and therefore my vote doesn't work. Um, no. No, uh, so beef closed. Beef solved! Greetings, listener dear. Sorry to interrupt your flat slam listening pleasure, but I'm here to just tell you about my solo show. Tom Parry, Parioki will be at the Soho Theatre from the 25th to the 28th of March. And um, yeah, come along and enjoy yourself. Basically, if you're a fan of one third of the podcast, where it's just me talking, it'll be a bit like that. But don't let that put you off. Come along and have a good time. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Beer from the sorting out your beef!
So, Ivo, have you got a problem with uh, with a flatmate that you would like Fanshawe Standen oh, to solve? Well, I've got a historical beef. I don't live with the flatmate in question anymore, but I've not completely resolved it in my mind. Okay. And I a cold case. Well, a cold case reopened. The fact is, I didn't know Fanshawe, brackets Tom, well enough to bring it to him at the time. Interesting. Um, uh, so I, I moved in with an extra, a very dear friend, still one of my dearest friends in the world, but a, a very, very tidy uh, man. Sure. And I would obviously describe myself as too far in the, on the other side of the sort of perfect, the, the golden mean of, uh, of tidiness and organisation. I'm on the other side. I'm a bit of a mess. But I would say my friend was also on, on, on the yeah. other side. Sure. Um, we, we both had stuff we could learn from each other. But did we learn? Did we hell? Um, <laughs> now, I moved into the flat and it was his, it was his flat. So I was a um, much like... Uh, Colin, I right. was I was I was I was paying rent that was going into another man's mortgage, Ugh. and uh, listen, I've, I've got no ego about that, but it does create a, 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 a power dynamic. Yeah, a, a, a power dynamic. <laughs> 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 um, and just just to to clarify, you were the weak one in the power dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> As demonstrated by your sort of scaredy cat version of the uh, the phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have a l- l- leg to stand on. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, he's also a lover of literature, and you know, aren't we all? But again, there are there are there are degrees to this thing. He had colour coded bookshelves ah. uh, with lots of classics. I don't um, know fear about colour coded bookshelves. It's a big, you know, like. Is it useful to help you find a book? No, it's no. an aesthetic decision. It is an aesthetic decision, and to be fair, it looked lovely. It yeah, I mean, it does good. look well, lovely. Well, you get it right, it looks good. My mate had a DVD collection that was colour-coded the other day. Really? But, you know, it's hither and thither, you go like, what? what Where is what? everything? And Nicolas what? Cage next to a Do, period drama? I think with books, because... <laughs> why, why is Nicolas Cage next to a period? He's certainly not in one. <laughs> Yet. Um... <laughs> is the, what about that witch film? Is that a period drama? No. Which film? <laughs> the Wicker Man. <laughs> no, is it Witch Hunter or some oh, shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it yeah, a period yeah. drama? No. No, I would. Jane Austen's The Witch Hunter. <laughs> the Witch Hunter. <laughs> someone's someone's paying for the coffin. Someone's going to fund this witch. <laughs> right. Anyway, let's get back into this. So when I color coded bookshop. <laughs> Now, I, I too am a, a, you know, t- to a certain extent, a lover of literature. I've certainly accrued a few books in my time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and like a lot of uh, casual literature lovers, I've read a few of them. I've, I've bought a lot more than I've read. Absolutely. It's a lovely a feeling of, yeah, buying a book. A lot of good buying intentions. Reading a book is great, <laughs> reading reading book is great when sure. you actually do it, but yeah, a lot of the time it's a bit uh, of a chore. Why read it? Just buy another one. Um, constantly opening new chapters on my literary life. Anyway, I brought this big box of books... Uh, with me to the flat and then I went out for the day and when I came back he had taken from the box all of the books that clearly were deemed worthy of going on the communal living room bookshelf fascinating slotted them in to the color coding uh, to the color coding system and then uh and then the rest were in you know just just in my room in the room and again (laughs) I loved Thank his... Thank you, Harry, by the way, for clarifying. <laughs> in the room. 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 Uh, in my sad little room of, 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 you know, of, of celebrity autobiographies and other, yeah, other, sure. other rejects that didn't make it into the communal space. And that was the thing. I, I, 
I love and loved and loved my friend. I was enthralled by his, uh, by how many how many books he owned and had read and had sorted. And it was an honour to see a few of mine, you know, up there in the, the uh, in, in, in the hallowed turf. But in the room. it still felt slightly invasive in the in the room. In the room, uh, <laughs> it still felt like a slightly invasive and judgmental thing to do. And it made me feel quite ashamed of the vast majority of the leftover books yeah. that hadn't made it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, but I didn't really know how to address it, so I just sort of went along with it. When yep. you moved out, did the books come with? Uh, the books did come with. So yeah, it, it wasn't say. like he, they just sort of been absorbed in you, like, oh, I can't remember which ones are mine or which ones are not. Or you oh, I, I feel fairly certain that I must have left a, a, a couple behind right. um, when I went, just because uh, it, it had been a couple of years. But also, um, I, he also did, he did, he did lend me his books as well. Um, right. Fair a, occasionally, I would uh, they would get dog-eared, and I would feel a bit embarrassed about that. So I would just buy a new copy. Really? You borrow a book, buy a copy, and give him back the new copy. Yeah, we're in such pristine condition. Right. Wow. Yeah. Really? I like a dog-eared book. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of part it's a bit of the lived charm. in, isn't yeah, it? It's a bit can, loved. And also, it's like definitely read that one. Yeah. Definitely read that one. <laughs> I just go around just breaking all the spines yeah. of my books. <laughs> Break the spines. Whack a bookmark at the last page. <laughs> Boom. Done. Done. Highlight a couple of random lines absolutely <laughs> draw a line under a few bits yeah great great yeah. put a review on Amazon just so people you know there's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a paper yeah, trail yeah. out there you know people could see yeah yeah and then watch the film of it which is that's now you're now writing for the London Review of Books aren't you which is uh, <laughs> you're, you're in real deep trouble <laughs> yeah I just skip to the end there's, there's definitely like a pile of books by my bed that have come from the shelf to the bed of like they've moved up a league but, to the intention of being read. Yeah, absolutely. They still don't get read. Oh, no. They're by the bed then. I've now got stuff that's sort of piled on top of those books though. I like some of the, some are like propping up a mirror and stuff, and it's oh, not so they're just part of the furniture. They are sort now. of now. They're like so the intention of reading them would involve seven years. Bad seven luck. years bad luck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> seven years in Tibet, not worth the risk. <laughs> um, but of course, we can't solve this problem. But um, Tom, would you like to go and get Fanshawe? Come on, Fanshawe. Oh, he's on, he's on horseback, is he? Is this today? <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot worse before you got married. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, <laughs> pleasure to be here. Thanks for asking. <laughs> listening outside there, Mr. Graham there, uh, talking about his travails. <laughs> I don't mind telling you, I'm a fan of, a, of, a, of the scripture myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. A good Bible shouldn't have a cover. Not my words. The words of a man selling bad Bibles. <laughs> Never could afford those covers. It's a great message to have. <laughs> Hearing about your tales there reminds me of, this, of a man. You probably remember him yourself. It went by the name of Harold the Man. <laughs> Harold the Man. They called him that for a reason. Big, big reputation. Lots of money, dear. Horse. <laughs> he lost his voice. No, no, no. He had himself a nice big horse, dear. Went by the name of Harold the Horse. Oh, my God. Good to tell, tell the difference between Harold the Man and Harold the Horse. Harold the Man and Harold the Horse, there. A right pair trotting around town, there. We all looked up to the man. Anyway, you'll probably remember the day. Times go a-changing there. Harold comes back from the big city with some kind 
kind of noise over the hill. What's he driving there? Beep, beep, toot, toot. Harold the car. Oh. <laughs> oh. Harold the man there driving Harold the car. Oh, no. Well, people coming out their houses there. Ford Model T. <laughs> Ain't in the like there, the devil's toss. That's what I called it. I was horribly drunk at the time. Going through a very bad patch. Uh, but anyway... Cut a long story short, there Harold the horse pops his head out the stable. <laughs> What's going on there, Harold the man? Oh, was he, he talking he, horse? No, no, no. <laughs> hey, now, come on now. He says by his expression. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it in his eyes there. What about me now? He seemed to say, yeah. as I say, I was in a very dark time <laughs> looking at this horse's eyes. I was reading in a lot of things. Well, you were on the horse as well, weren't you? A heroin Look, addict for years. Harold the man had let me sleep in his stable for a couple of weeks just till I got myself back together, got the practice out. <laughs> to, to Is that what lawyers do? Get their sure. practice out? Yeah, get your practice I was out, getting my practice out. Getting your practice out was why you got struck off in the first place. <laughs> no, no, that was never proved. That was never proved. Anyway, there I was, staying in Harold the stable. <laughs> Harold the horse, he seemed to look at me and say, well, what about me now? Cut a long story short, it got to about midnight and I put Harold the horse inside that car. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I don't know what I was trying to say. But Harold the man wouldn't let me stay no more. And furthermore, I had to pay a hefty fine. So I, maybe that pertains to you. I've, oh, I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is sometimes there's a man. And sometimes there's a car. And sometimes there's a horse. And I guess that's the way it should stay. Well... I'm off now. Oh, he's off. Thank you very much. And it's been a real pleasure, gents. Oh, it's been a real short. pleasure, madam. Enjoy yourselves and enjoy your day. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, and he just collapsed at the end. <laughs> he's passed out. over. He's passed out. Just cover, cover him in some straw and he'll be all right. <laughs> he'll <Yeah>. rest. <laughs> he'll take him back. Uh, he'll be all right. He'll asleep on Harold the carpet. Well, um, Ivo, did that solve your problem? Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. Did, did. Oh, it absolutely did. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on. It was, such a, it was such a good, you know, it, there, was a, there was a metaphor in there, wasn't it there? It like there was a metaphor. So, yeah. yeah, because my uh, ha Harold, yeah. the, the man, oh, yeah. uh, w uh, were my uh, good books. Uh, and uh, Harold the car was my friend's bookshelves. And yes. Harold the horse was my... Uh, my, you know, my my sort of um, uh, hundred most pointless things in the world. You know, my Zlatan um, uh, Ibrahimovic autobiography. Sure, my, you know. Can we get you in every month to decode Fanshawe stories? Because, because we feel like we've never understood one yet. Even Tom doesn't understand them, which no, is amazing. This is, yeah. this is like this is when people stuff, speak yeah. in tongues in church, yeah, and then someone <laughs> comes along and translates. <laughs> really impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when they're clacking those tongues. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be playing the spoons. You'll be clacking the tongs. <laughs> We're in a blacksmith's. <laughs> the old blacksmith's church. Um, anyway. <laughs> Thank anyway. you, Ivo. Well, the thanks room. for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on the show. It was a pleasure. If you would like to send us any beefs, of course... 
beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. We would love to hear them. You could be like Mary, or you could be like Deirdre, or you could even be like Ivo. Yes. Ivo, have you got an email that you want to give out? No, I don't. It's actually quite easily available if you if you dig around online, worryingly, so I think I'm going to have to I'm do something go for about Ivo.graham at gmail. That's my guess. Uh, it's, it's slot in the ear of my birth and you're pretty much there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in, buddy. So that was the episode. Isn't Ivo a good man? A good egg. He's, he's a good, good. He's a good he's egg funny. and not he's a mug. Nice. He's a good egg. He's no mug. And no mug. He's no mug. Um, if you'd like to go and see Ivo doing stand-up comedy, he really is one of the absolute best out there. Oh, he's so good. Uh, he's got he's got an email. Uh, if you can work that out, email him and ask <laughs> I, him when he's I on tour. I came close. I felt like I, I came close. You were, I think you were really close. Moments away. I think you were close. It's only a matter of time. One day we'll get that email. I'll crack, it. I'll <laughs> I mean, crack we, that code. We've got his phone number. That's how we booked him. But yes. uh, the email is the elusive. Yeah, that's that's the elixir. Um, you, you can't avoid an email. You can't avoid an email. Um, that's what they say. Um, if you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't avoid an email and you can't beat an email. If um, you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Or, more importantly, recommend us to a friend. Tell your friends about us uh, we'd love more people to listen to this podcast because we we have so much fun making it we put lots of work into it and we would love it to be shared by as many people as possible I love listening to these podcasts but I really wish I could experience it live uh, well Tom you're in luck oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie your reading of that slightly threw me but I loved it um, thanks uh, you're in luck because we've got uh, a couple in fact we've got three um, oh, if you've live... got three you want to see a doctor <laughs> oh <laughs> Um, we've got three uh, London flat slams coming up. We've got Tuesday the 10th of March. We've got Wednesday the 8th of April. And we've got Tuesday the 12th of May. And hopefully by then I'll have recovered from the eye roll that producer Emma just shot me <laughs> on that last joke because it cut me to the core. So uh, the, uh, the first one, uh, Tuesday 10th of March... Uh, the guests for that are Matt Lucas and Jenny Bede. Ding Ooh. dong, what yeah. a booking. Pretty exciting. Uh, and then on the Wednesday, the 8th of April, we've got Joe Wilkinson. Wallop, I've an, heard of him. And another guest, <laughs> TBC. TBC's arrived. Yeah, T- My favourite rapper. <laughs> <laughs> you can't uh, all roll your eyes at me. <laughs> you, you're not going to believe this, but TBC is actually passed away. Of TB. Oh. RIP, TBC. RIP, TBC. Um, and then the 12th... Find out what it means to me. <laughs> the 12th of... This is just supposed to be a quick one, Tom. Uh, the, the 12th of May, uh, we've got uh, a guest who is hanging in the balance, but we will be very exciting if we finally get to book them. So that is very good. We're also doing a couple of shows at the McCunthless Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. So go to maccomedyfest.co.uk. Uh, we're, we're doing one on the 2nd of May, which is the Saturday at midday. We're doing one on the 3rd of May, which is the Sunday at midday. Um, guests, again, we haven't yet. Well, we've got a couple of them, but I've got a couple of names I really want to book before I start announcing who else is doing it. There's always good people knocking around There's Mac. always good people knocking around Mac. That should be very fun. So come along to those. If you want to get your tickets for the London ones, it's ticketext.co.uk forward slash pappies hyphen flatshare. And it's maccomedyfest.co.uk to get your Mac tickets, and we will see you there. But listen, amongst all this admin, let's not forget how good a joke the RIP TBC <laughs> find out what it means to me was. But most of all, thank you for your continued support. We really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, yeah, do you know what? You're good eggs. You know what? You're all you. good eggs, and none of, of you are mugs. None of you are bloody mugs. None of you are bloody Speaking mugs. Speaking of people who aren't mugs, this episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. The best egg. That's what I'm going with. The absolute...
best egg. The best egg. Sunny side up. The results are in. The She's results the are in. Egg. egg of the year. <gasps> Can we go? Eggum caution. Eggum. Egg. Eggma. Eggma. Caution. Egg of the year. She's got eggma, everyone. We're off to get us some cream. It started off as a tribute. It's something terrible. Some sort of weird NHS direct. Anyway, cheers, everyone. Bye. Please behave yourselves. <laughs> We've had several complaints in recent days about the behaviour during this week's Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. We've had some preemptive complaints about the behaviour. People are expecting the worst. Well, let's find out. Well, I can tell you why. Oh, yeah. Because this fella's involved. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. He's from Hogwarts. Oh, oh sadly. No, no. no wonder there's been complaints. Sadly, he's from Hogwarts. He was in the sorting hat ceremony. Oh, of course he was. Yeah, and they yeah, said, yeah. this one's a Gryffindon. <laughs> this one's from, oh, from yeah. Gryffindon. He's a Gryffindon. Gryffindon. He's Gryffindon. going to Gryffindor. He's a real Gryffindon. <laughs> Don't quote me. I won't. <laughs> Mr. No, no Lee to... Wolfenden. Tell you what, there have been several complaints about this fellow. <laughs> several complaints about Problems. this fellow. You, you're never going to guess what. Uh, I play a can with this one. Yeah. He went into the grocers the other oh, day. Again? Yeah. Dropped his keks. Oh, he knows not. And started, do. well, he, he fucked every piece of fruit you can imagine. Oh, no. Yeah. An absolute monster. He fucked a kumquat. Oh, he really put the cum into the kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a quat when he, it was a quat when he started. Before he started with it. Before his squat, it was just a quat. He fucked a banana. He fucked a lychee. But the worst thing was, he fucked a giant peach. Oh, no. Hence his name, James. (laughs) It's James, I fucked a giant peach, leech. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. You wouldn't believe this. Not more complaints. Is this going to be a reference to a children's book? Because we've started a really strange theme. (laughs) (laughs) Pressure's on, Clarky. Is it Danny the champion of the world? (laughs) Has he fucked the world? There have been complaints. Going solo. (laughs) There have been complaints. Old old James. Fucked the giant peach yeah. peach. <laughs> I only know him. He was only in there with his mate. Oh, no. And of course, of course, the shop owner. Yeah. Absolutely furious. You would be. He's like, you've got to compensate for this. <laughs> At the very least, you've got to pay. But of course, this guy, he won't pay. Because <laughs> it's Gordon Hodgson Day. <laughs> Famously won't pay for his Famous mate's fat beach. <laughs> Bad news, guys. No, oh, no. There's been a complaint. Oh, not another complaint. Not another complaint in advance. One of our listeners pulled the big friendly giant's pants down. <laughs> <laughs> Pushed him over a hillock. Ran between his legs. Pulled apart the cheeks. And had a really good look. Yeah. That's right. We've got to talk about her behaviour. It's Natalie Cook. Natalie Cook <laughs> has had a look at the BFG's arse. She had a big look at the BFG's arse. Cavernous. Cavernous arse. Uh, he's cavernous arse. Friendly. <laughs> friendly cavern. Welcoming. Welcoming. 
So she stayed for three nights. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to believe this, oh, but um, there's been maybe complaints. Some complaints actually. Oh, oh no! This oh. one, this one actually comes from um, Mr. Von Trapp. Oh yes, yes, Mr. Von Trapp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The, ca- the captain himself. Yeah, the captain himself. Uh, so, you know, after the kids had all sung so long, farewell, Alvita saying goodbye. Oh, yeah, I remember oh, yeah. it well. And they'd all gone to bed. Of course, it was the right time. It was the right time. All, only the adults were around. I can't Tom. stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, well, she'd been invited to the party. Oh, actually. She'd, she'd love the, the singing. She'd got on the list. She'd, got, she'd managed to get somehow, somehow get into the party. She's very close with the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, um, so she, 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 was, uh, she was at the party... And she thought, uh, bit of fun. I'll fuck the cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So what a wrong And so she's doing a reverse cowgirl girl on top of this um, red velvet. She's having and, a lovely uh, time of it. She's having a great time of it. And a, few, a crowd has gathered. They're all applauding. <laughs> but um, uh, Colonel Von Trapp rocks up and says, my kids are sleeping upstairs. I'm about, to, I'm, about, I'm about to sing Edelweiss. You're really changing the tone of the night. Yeah, one of them yeah. 16 going, going on 17. 17. Just, <laughs> that's, that's, it's still, it's, I still don't want to see it. Won't someone think of the Liebelings? Yes. And uh, he said that oh, to cake fucker herself, Grace Siebeling. Yeah, awful. Awful. That cake's one of my favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a cake and fucking a cake. It's like, it's like, it's like Natalie Cook. She had an Edelweiss, didn't she? <laughs> Well, guys. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't bloody believe it. No, I'm so sorry to tell you. We've had a complaint. There's been been a complaint. complaint. It's not one of our listeners, is it? Well, George. (sighs) What? George? You know old Georgie. Oh, I Georgie boy. He spent so long. On that marvellous medicine. It's a wonderful medicine. It was yeah, great yeah. medicine. Yeah. It was you can say what you like about the dark web. You can <laughs> you can get some great medicine off George on Marvellous medicine. So, yeah. Real absolutely marvellous medicine. But of course this guy comes along. Sticks his, sticks his little dick dick, right? <laughs> oh no. He's swirling his dick dick around in the marvellous medicine. It's George not going to make said, it grow, is it? George said. <laughs> it's worth a try. Sadly not. George said, give that a stir. Not like that. He caused us to. <laughs> it threw him into an absolute rage. <laughs> of course it did. Of course it did, poor George. You absolute rotter, Thomas Page. Oh, oh you're dear. A, re- a real twit. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes this week's Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. <laughs> <laughs> 